0: You're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another bonus episode of Maybe You're Like Me. This is bonus episode three of four. I'm going to release one more episode tomorrow. That's Friday. After that, I'm taking a break and returning with season two in September. Thank you so much to everybody who's been listening so far, who's tuning in, who have dropped me a message or a note like I requested um, in my DMs or on my timelines. It's just really, really wonderful of you guys to... Uh, journey along with me in this and I really appreciate it so the other day I was talking to a good friend and you know I left that conversation quite perplexed see this friend is amazing she is just a wonderful person a brilliant thinker she's creative talented beautiful kind I mean just the total package what perplexed me about the conversation that even with all of that with all that she's accomplished and with how absolutely phenomenal she is she feels like she's behind comparatively i was dumbfounded by this of course but if i'm being honest it's not a foreign concept to me we do and do and do and achieve and accomplish and still feel like it's not enough because we haven't accomplished it all Or it could be that we're on the path at the beginning of our race, just starting to run with the finish line in mind. But our focus instead is on the tiny silhouettes on the horizon of the people who started before us and seem to be so far out ahead of us. And we start to lose heart and to lose steam and to lose faith that we could possibly win against these people that are already on this path. But what if I told you that winning in this sense isn't incumbent upon someone else's losing? And to add to that, just because someone else is winning, doesn't mean that you are, or I am losing. We are all running separate races. We're starting at different locations and with different distances and different finish lines in different locations. Your race is your own, yet we compare ourselves to others and feel like we're failing when it seems like they're out so far ahead. We critique ourselves so harshly, we get imposter syndrome, we start to doubt our abilities and our callings and our dreams and we shrink. As we all know, what's for you is for you. If you believe that, then you have to believe that it may take longer to get there. Or you may have to go in a different direction than the norm, but make no mistake that if it's God's will and purpose for your life, he has already created the path and the plan to get you there to help you win, to make sure you succeed. You just got to keep the faith and keep chugging away at the work at your pace, in your timing. And what does it even mean to succeed? I've I've been grappling with that. Is it making a million dollars, obtaining financial freedom and retiring early? Is it having a long lasting, healthy marriage? Is it raising phenomenal children? Is it starting a business or a podcast or writing a book? Is it sobriety? Is it building relationships with long lost loved ones? It could be any of that. It could be all of that, but what is true about it is that it all takes work. And each of these things could be the definition of success for just one person in different seasons. But if you're not careful, you can find yourself trying to win in every category at all times and sometimes at the wrong time in the wrong season. We are not perfect. Our lives are not perfect. Other people are not perfect and we can't control them. So if at one point you have something together, something else might be falling completely apart because you can't control how someone's going to act, react, or live their lives. So if your marriage is thriving, but your teenager's mouth is smarter than Neil deGrasse Tyson, you're not a failure as a parent if your friend's teenager just won a Nobel Peace Prize. Success for your kid might not even be a Nobel Peace Prize. Success for your kid might just be directing that wit and sarcasm into something productive like journalism or the debate team. We have to be mindful to stay focused on our definition of success and what winning looks like for us. We have to allow God to direct us towards it. We have to let his voice be the loudest and most trusted along our journeys. And we must also allow him to lead us to the right coaches, mentors, collaborators, partners, friends, and so on. Men are so easy to view what someone else is doing and believe that they have the keys to success. And that they might have an ironclad plan on how to get there. And they might even be trying to tell you that they do because they want to sell you a course or their coaching services or whatever. Their rise might be a combination of things like their personality or their personal sauce, their timing, the fact that they have a lot more time to work on things at an accelerated pace. Um, It could be their location. I mean, it could be anything. And it could also be very easy to fall into the trap of thinking that you are behind and that all the people everywhere are just passing you by. But maybe you're like me. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Fam, we are right where we're supposed to be. I'm here to remind you to relish in the season. Pace yourself and celebrate your achievements along the journey. Don't fall for fear of missing out. Because really, that's all it is. Fear. We can get so stressed out wondering if we're making the right decisions while looking at others who seem like they're making all the right decisions. And they just might be, but those are decisions for their lives and where they are in their lives. You might not be there yet, but I tell you what, you're not where you used to be. And that, my friends, deserves some acknowledgement. Fight for contentment. Fight for contentment so you don't let the enemy distract you with his carrot of promises that cure your discontent. Remember those little toy baby doll bottles that... When you turn them over all the liquid disappears and then when it's back up right again it just fills back up magically that's how your discontentment refills when you play with the enemy you feel good for a minute but as soon as you switch angles or perspectives that feeling of discontentment fills you right back up. So stop looking at who's ahead of you and pay attention to what's going on around you and what's happening inside you and express gratitude. That's how you get that peace. That's how you get that contentment to know that you're where you're supposed to be because you're hyper aware of what your specific circumstances are and the specific race that you're running, the specific finish line that you have and you're measuring your progress based on that, not anyone else's race. Opening your eyes to see all the good around you might mean that you start witnessing miracles and unexpected blessings. Uh, For me, that's like people finding me and booking me, even though my marketing has been trash for like several years, Um, or it's like getting a huge windfall of money or unexpected checks in the mail, which have all happened to us since I left my job, which was a very scary thing to do because it felt like security and secure income. And we're walking into this unknown, but God had us, he's our provider. And he continues to show me that through and through day by day all the time, especially when I start to doubt that I'm where I'm supposed to be and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Another thing that helps me to stay content is just opening my eyes to the ways that I've grown. I've learned so many things that I would not have learned had I not left my comfort zone had I had I stayed where I felt comfortable and not went where God told me to go I would have missed an opportunity to learn new skills to develop myself my character my resilience my perseverance to make new friendships to link up with just amazing people and my clients and friends and colleagues if I weren't content with where I was, I wouldn't be able to acknowledge those things or see those things as the blessings that they are. Another way that I know that I'm right where I'm supposed to be is that just so many things align with the vision that God gave me um, in different different ways, in different directions. So the vision and understanding that I got in writing my book aligns within my media company in that I attract, before I even wrote my book, I just really attract a lot of like-minded people from fitness experts to nutritionists to therapists. And it all coincides with the things that are important to me, things that I naturally wanted to talk about and put in my book, the things that I talk about a lot here on this podcast and things that I talk about a lot to my friends and family. Um, It all aligns. Like he puts the right people in position to help you move along your journey. And if I wasn't where I was supposed to be, I couldn't have met them where I met them. And they couldn't have joined me to keep walking towards my finish line and lastly one way that i know that i'm where i'm supposed to be is that i just experience an inordinate amount of peace like it's ridiculous the amount of peace that i have especially when it seems like things are burning down around me um even in my stress like when i was stressing super hard in 2019 i would toggle between Peace and stress because that peace was so deep in me was so deeply ingrained and I knew where to get it as well is that like I couldn't stay stressed for too long because I had the peace of God within me, the peace of the spirit within me, the peace of the wisdom that God had been pouring within me that allowed me to look at my situation, look at my positioning with a perspective of reality of knowledge of peace and with hope and optimism Because I know that he's bringing you to it and bringing you through it at the same time. So I couldn't stay there. I experienced peace because I knew that he wouldn't allow me to stay there. And I also got peace through the many, many, many times that I received confirmation along my journey. Um, I can't tell you how many times I'll read something and it'll pop up if I speak it in my podcast, it's popping up. If I give a scripture, it's popping up. If I hear it in a sermon it's popping up, you know, like the confirmation of God saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm talking to you. I'm communicating with you. Um, that gives me an immense amount of peace that even if the direction that I'm walking, is scary, it's frustrating. It's painful at times. I know that God is right there with me. He sends me that confirmation um, that word of encouragement or that word of wisdom to help me along my journey and give me peace in my heart, knowing that he's there. You know who this reminds me of? Esther. Esther's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite biblical characters. It plays out like a soap opera, the story. And if you have time, I recommend going back and reading it. Usually I'll read a passage of scripture in this podcast, but. I don't want to read the whole book of Esther. It's far too long for that, but it's short enough for you to read in one sitting and get the entire thing out the way. And I really, really believe that it's worth it. But in Esther's darkest hour, after she had risen to the office of queen, she was in this position of power and of proximity to people in power. She came up against some circumstances and some conflict that really had her shook where she was in her journey felt like she had fallen out of favor with the king but it was a really bad time to have fallen out of favor with the king because you know one of the enemies of her people was plotting their annihilation but it came down to the fact that she was the only one in proximity to the king to bring about some real change to make a difference to possibly save Everyone who was of her race, her people. And while she was scared, one particular passage that always has stuck out to me that I refer to often is Esther 414. And it says, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for such a time as this. You may not know why you're where you are. It might be a great place where you are. It might be a low place where you are, but there may be just some purpose in you being in that position, a purpose for which God can use you mightily to do something magnificent for yourself and for others. And so while you're looking at someone else who is achieving and accomplishing and fulfilling their definition of success, and you're wondering why you are where you are, perhaps you are in position for such a time as this. Perhaps he has you where he has you because he wants to do something with you right where you are right now. And if we can accept that and if we can open our eyes with gratitude and expectancy and find the contentment in our hearts to sit with our position and ask God, okay, God, what is it that you want to do with me here? If anything, I'm ready. I'm open. I'm willing. Then maybe we'll be better off for it. Perhaps you came to your season for such a time as this. This might be a high season for you, it might be a low season for you, but it is all working together for your good and for his glory. We are right where we are supposed to be, but we are not losing, stuck or stagnant. We're smack dab in the middle of purpose and in position with his power, grace, love and guidance. So stay faithful fam and keep running your ways. That is all I have for you today on this third bonus episode of Maybe You're Like Me. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at Watson. Send me a DM there. Let's chat. Tell me your favorite biblical story. Tell me how these episodes are affecting you or inspiring you or um, angering you. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it's doing for you, let me know. (laughs) Um, If you know someone who's like us, please forward these episodes to them. Uh, Share the podcast with them. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to find podcasts. I'm thankful for everyone who has already done that. Truly, truly, truly appreciate you. I hope that you have a wonderful evening. Okay, bye.